Welcome to Startup Roshi, where we discuss the Zen of startups, or simply starting something new. Every day we'll look at a different Zen story or saying and see how it applies to you, your startup, or your life in general. I'm your host, Dean Sucris. I've been an entrepreneur for 20 years and a Zen student for 15. I have a real passion for both, and I hope you will too. Thank you for joining me. Now let's get started. Welcome to the second part of the episode, Launch Mentality. In the first part, we looked at a quote from Buddha and just looked at and dissected the first half of that. It's a really long quote, and I'm going to go over it again. But if you haven't heard episode one, go ahead, listen to that one first, and then come back here. So the quote goes, I consider the positions of kings and rulers as that of dust mites. I observe treasures of gold and gems as so many bricks and pebbles. I look upon the finest silken robes as tattered rags. I see myriad worlds of the universe as small seeds of fruit and the greatest lake in India as a drop of oil on my foot. I perceive the teachings of the world to be the illusion of magicians. Now, here's the second part we're going to be going over today. I discern the highest conception of emancipation as a golden brocade in a dream and view the holy path of the illuminated ones as flowers appearing in one's eyes. I see meditation as a pillar of a mountain, nirvana as a nightmare of daytime. I look upon the judgment of right and wrong as the serpentine dance of a dragon and the rise and fall of beliefs as but traces left by the four seasons. So that's the quote by Buddha. So from a business perspective, from a startup perspective, from starting anything new, we can see how does this apply to you, what you're doing today? It seems so large. It seems so conceptual. It seems so out there. How can we break it down and look at it and say, how does this affect me today in what I'm doing, trying to start a business, trying to do a marketing campaign, trying to build a sales team? Well, let's look at it. The first line today is, I discern the highest conception of emancipation as a golden brocade in a dream. Why did you start a business? Why did you take this job? Why did you do whatever you do in your life? You had a concept. The highest concept of emancipation is what Buddha is saying. I have this dream of how I want my life to be, how I want my business to go. It's a concept, right? It's your belief in doing something, leading up to something, building up to something, and this is what you want to do. Now, he's saying this is a golden brocade in a dream. Now, a golden brocade is just like a golden, uh, real luxurious robe, and he's saying it's, you know, it's this luxury of a dream that you've created. So whether or not you want to start this business, he's saying, why do you want to do this? Why are you looking to take that next step and do what you're doing? You have this idea, you have this desire. So what are you going to do with that? And his next line is, and view the holy path of the illuminated ones as flowers appearing in one's eyes. So flowers in your eyes, you know, you, let's say the equivalent is seeing things through uh, rose-colored glasses. Uh, you see everything kind of uh, as you want to see it with uh, hoping for the best, hoping that everything works out. And he's saying, don't just hope. Don't just see things as you want them to be. See things for as they are. See them for what they are. See them for what they're doing to you. Don't just buy things because they're being sold. Really have a critical eye. So if you want to start your business and you want to take it to the next level, that's great. Just don't do it with this 
mentality of uh, this dreamlike quality that everything is great, everything is perfect. The idea here really is to stay grounded, stay solid. Next sentence is, I see meditation as a pillar of a mountain, nirvana as a nightmare of daytime. Wow, that's pretty literal. That's pretty out there where we can see meditation as a pillar of a mountain. Well, to me, meditation is important. I think it keeps things in perspective. I think it helps you stay grounded in life. I can't imagine having gone through all the ups and downs and trials and tribulations and challenges without having done meditation, without having practiced Zen and Buddhism, addressing the ego and trying to stay uh, in, in a sense, trying to stay in a state that is non-dual, that is no ego. You know, quite honestly, startup life, uh, business, and if you've been doing it, you know, has its ups and downs. One day, everything is great. Uh, it's, it reminds me a little bit of a, of a manic life with the highs and lows. Everything can be great one day. Nothing changes, absolutely nothing to the next day, and yet you feel so down. That's part of the process, you know? That's what you have to go through where you see so much potential one day, and the next day you see so much uh, danger uh, in what you're doing and trying to build. So, you know, meditation helps. Uh, and the next line is Nirvana as a nightmare of daytime. Well, quite honestly, this took me a while to think about because Nirvana is supposed to be something that you uh, achieve, something that you strive for. And then yet going back to the first sentence here, which was the uh, highest conception. Well, there's nothing higher. There's no higher concept than Nirvana, which would kind of be like heaven. Uh, you know, that's supposed to be the penultimate. That's supposed to be what we're shooting for. And he's saying it's a nightmare of daytime. It's it's once again keeps you down because it keeps you focused on something that is a concept that is something that you shouldn't be striving for. You should just be living day to day. So getting sold this idea of of Nirvana is actually keeping you focused on some dreamlike quality or state that doesn't exist. Stay focused on what you're doing today. Do what you're doing today. Don't worry about tomorrow. So the next line is, I look upon the judgment of right and wrong as the serpentine dance of a dragon. Well, I mean, there's, there was probably no dragons in his time and there's none today. But if we think about a snake and how it moves this way and that way, you know, kind of like its own uh, slithering dance. And I, I suppose that's kind of what his uh, imagery is is going for and the judgment of right and wrong. And it's like what I had said before. One day, everything is great. The next day, everything is terrible and nothing changed. This judgment of right and wrong changes with who you're talking to, who you are, what you know. It changes with generations. It changes with elections uh, as we can as we can see how things change um, year in, year out, day in, day out. So right and wrong, good and bad, these are all titles and things that change based on who you're speaking to. So don't get caught in this. If you're going after something big, don't get stopped because somebody doesn't like what you're doing or somebody thinks it's wrong or somebody thinks that you shouldn't be uh, focused on this. It reminds me a little bit right now of this uh, of this controversy we have with the social media, with Facebook and uh, and Twitter and Google and how they were attacked for uh, allowing too much hate speech and, and too much you know, election trolling and, and all this by uh, influencing overseas. And, and now uh, they do some work. And the next thing you know, they're getting attacked for, uh, you know, quieting one side of the election, you know, quieting conservatives. You know, you're not going to be able to please everybody all the time. Don't even try. That's just going to lead down a dead end. Don't worry about the ideas of right and wrong. Don't worry about good and bad. Do the best you can. Have your plan. Have your vision. 
And the last one is the rise and fall beliefs as Betrace is left by the Four Seasons. Once again, here he is ending it all up. Whatever you believe in, whatever there is, whatever companies are out there, whatever people, whatever kingdoms, whatever empires, whatever, whatever countries, they come and go. You cannot defeat time. You cannot defeat the Four Seasons. They come in year after year, decade after decade, millennia after millennia. You cannot stand up to them. But what can you do? You can live within them. You can focus on what's happening today. You can focus on who you are today. You can focus on getting better. You can focus on building up. Who do you want to be? That's what I always come back to. Who do you want to be? Because your company or whatever you're starting is going to be a reflection of you. The company doesn't inform who you are. You inform who the company is. So think about that. Take that forward. Who do you want to be? If you have any questions, suggestions, or thoughts, send me an email at dean at startuproshi.com. I really want to hear from you. Or connect with me on social media, on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter at Startup Roshi. If you enjoyed today's podcast, please subscribe on your favorite platform and leave a review. It helps other people find us and really makes a difference. Until next time, keep digging down in order to build up. Thanks.